everyone it's cheryl and tony buckle up for this wednesday morning edition of the disney drive time podcast you fell asleep there for a second no i was reading one of our stories oh okay so uh speaking of stories let's head right to the disney parks blog yes i was just reading about this pretzel bread pudding um that is a recipe but i'm trying to see if this is something that they actually have at the parks well, I it think says it is. it's a mouth-watering treat from Epcot. It was on the menu at her favorite spot. So, it's yeah, from I guess Summerfest. Yeah. Uh, so, but they have a recipe for you to make it at home if you don't get to um, get over to Epcot during the uh, Food and Wine Festival. You can make it at home. That's right, and it actually serves fifteen to eighteen people. That and is a lot of people. It includes the vanilla sauce recipe. Okay. I might make it just for the vanilla sauce. Okay. Uh, so this is the first of the Disney Eats recipes. We mentioned, uh, was it last week or, or Monday, that the new curated section of the Disney Parks blog related to Disney Eats will have recipes. Right. As well as food-related stories. Yes. So this is uh, more Disney Eats. Yes, from cooking up the magic section. That's right. All right. Um, Disney Cast Life um, is featuring an, one of the uh, animal keepers called Mori. And um, her living her childhood dream. That's right. Because we mentioned in another show that World Okapi Day was on uh, October 18th. And Maury is a keeper of the Okapi. And she found out about the Okapi when she was 16. Uh, that was about 30 years ago. And, uh, well, more than 30 years ago because she's been with Disney for 30 years. But she is now an Okapi keeper at uh, Animal Kingdom. And uh, they're very elusive. They were kind of the... Democratic uh, uh, nation of the Democratic, the Democratic, what's the DNC? Democratic nation of the Congo. Uh, they were kind of their version of Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster. Because oh, really? no one believed that Okapi existed. Okay. And they were first seen by scientists, uh, Western scientists, in 1901. So they've only been uh, around for 100 or so years, uh, according to scientists. Um, and she found out about them as a 16-year-old living in New York and saw some at the Bronx Zoo and decided that's what she wanted to be. And uh, No copy keeper, huh? Yeah. It's a and, very and, specific career goal. And she has lived her dream. Awesome. So kudos to Maury and uh, what a more there could be no more fitting way to celebrate World Okapi Day. It's true. Until next year. All right. There's another um, Disney Eats story. Uh, this one is about one of the restaurants that's going to be reopening. It's actually about three restaurants that are reopening. Three? I only knew about one. One of them is a new announcement. The other two uh, have been opened. Uh, the first one is uh, Disney's Kona Cafe is going to be re reopening the first week of November, actually November 1st. They have been undergoing a refurbishment for the past few months, and uh, it's going to feature American cuisine with an Asian flair. So that's uh, that's what they're doing over there. And then they are also uh, reopening, well, not reopening, Tusker House is open, but they are transitioning to the all-you-can-care-to-enjoy buffet-style dining experience. This was family-style for a while. Right. After COVID, they came back as family-style, but they are now going back to buffet-style. Uh, and you can enjoy, you know you, you get over there for breakfast? What? Not only do they have Mickey waffles. Yeah. But they have Simba waffles. Oh, I don't think they have Mickey waffles. Oh, they do have Mickey waffles, Mickey waffles in the waffles picture anyway. And Simba waffles. I thought they just had Simba waffles. That's right. And why don't you tell everyone what the big news is? Uh, the big news is that um, Akershus is reopening. That's right. Akershus is opening November 4th. And that is the restaurant in the Norway Pavilion of Epcot. It is actually the Akershus Royal Banquet Hall. And not only are they reopening, 
but they're reopening with princesses. Nice. Because they have been a character dining experience, uh, and that is back. So if you enjoy uh, grilled salmon <laughs> and killig og melboyer, which is their chicken and dumplings, you're uh, headed to the right place. Does it say anything about what meals they'll be serving? Um, it does not. It says they will be doing their storybook dining. Um, Interestingly, in another story that I saw, the dinner menu has been released, but nothing has been released for breakfast or lunch, oh, leading really? people to wonder if it's only going to be dinner to start. Well, maybe, but uh, better open partially. Yes, than absolutely. All. all right, that's all out of the Disney Parks blog, so let's head over to California. All right. Um, a Some Disneyland Resort cast members got to preview the Magic Band Plus and the interactions with the World of Color. Yeah, pretty cool for them. Um, they were shared on the uh, Instagram stories by the Disneyland ambassadors. And uh, there's just some pictures of it, uh, of their Magic Band Pluses interacting with uh, with the World of Color show. So, uh, you know, the lights and the sounds and the buzzes are all intertwined and so much fun. integrated. Yeah. Lovely. All right. The Matterhorn bobsled refurbishment is over? That's right. After a two-month refurbishment, uh, the bobsleds opened uh, this past weekend. Oh, good. Actually, when was the 16th? That was Monday. All right. Uh, so they reopened on Monday at 9 a.m., and uh, that's good. Yes. That's it would be a, a bummer to go to Disneyland for the first time and not get to ride the Matterhorn. I know. It's like getting to go to Disneyland and not see the castle. That would be terrible. Well, that happened to us. Right. Okay, um, let's see. There's a rumor that the Disneyland Disneyland Resort is going to retire the free paper theme park tickets this week. That's right. They're working on phasing out the distribution of paper tickets over the course of the next week. Um, and so by free, I mean, I guess they mean that, like, the piece of paper doesn't cost anything. Are you only going to be able to get, like, a magic band or something to hold your ticket media? Correct. It's or going your to phone, be, I would it's think, It's going to right? be an electronic media. Um, however, uh, paper tickets are going to be available through an added cost purchase at the ticket booth. That's ridiculous. So if you want your classic paper tickets, then you can get them, uh, I don't the even think booths. you, can you even get them at Disney world anymore? No. I didn't think so. I mean, paper, definitely not, but no, those they, plastic they'll still give even. you the plastic They ones. will? Yes. Oh, okay. Because if you don't have a magic band, you get the plastic one. I thought you might have to do it on your phone. Uh, dessert uh, parties and dining packages are now on sale for, uh, oh, we moved to Florida, for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. They went on sale on the 18th of October. Uh, so there are 28 party nights, and you have three different dining experiences to enjoy. The first one is Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks Dessert Party, uh, and there are two of them. One is at Tomorrowland Terrace, and one is at the East Plaza Garden uh, Viewing Station. We mentioned that in the previous show. And then there's Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party Dining, uh, and that is where you get to have a special sit-down dinner at one of two participating restaurants, either Be Our Guest or Cinderella's Royal Table. If you choose Be Our Guest, you get a three-course prefix menu. It's $67 per adult and $39 for children ages three to nine. Uh, and it looks like that is the same uh, prefix menu over at uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. Okay. So those reservations are available from six to nine uh, and um, you can book those now. Wonderful. Um, a guest passed out on the people mover. That's right. Uh, so not only did he pass out, but he actually passed away. Oh, no. Uh, 
Wow. So there were six incidents recorded in Disneyland uh, through the incident reports this year. Oh, we uh, like the incident reports. That's right, between July and September. So an 83-year-old passed out on the people mover. Uh, he later passed out. He um, later passed away. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm sorry, he did. Um, he was pronounced dead. And then another woman gave birth. And where did she give birth? Uh, 27-year-old lady. She went into into labor after exiting the Tomorrowland Speedway. She only went into labor. It doesn't mean she gave birth. It's not like she gave birth on the Tomorrowland Speedway. She was that in her little a, car. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, I gave, I gave birth in the car. <laughs> uh, an 83-year-old man was briefly unresponsive on Avatar Flight of Passage, and a 59-year-old woman sustained injuries to <laughs> her toes on alien uh, swirling saucers at Toy Story. Land. I'm still trying to figure out how they decide what they're going to report, because... Like, obviously, I don't know, somebody dying on something should have to be reported, but like someone's toes, definitely worse things have happened. Right. Well, he passed out. He died later at a hospital in celebration. So no, I know. But I'm right talking there. about this person who sustained injury oh. to their toes. I mean, yeah. maybe they like lost a foot. Maybe. Maybe that's what they mean. Hopefully. Um, there is a rumor that Disney executives are going to officially cancel Epcot's Play Pavilion. That's right. It was announced way back in 2019 at the D23 Expo. And uh, rumor has it now that, yes, it is going to be officially canceled. Uh, and they're just going to leave the building kind of half finished. We know they've been working on the roof. And, uh, yeah, they're going to throw it away along with those harmonious barges. Yes. The money they've just spent on that stuff. Oh, well, that's okay. They're going to make it back in ticket sales when they raise your prices again. That's true. Don't worry about it. And uh, you know you know what uh, they're going to get money from me for is uh, the the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue in uh, – Roundup Rodeo Barbecue in Toy Story Land that they're getting ready to open. Yeah. Um, if you subscribe to the Walt Disney World YouTube channel, and why wouldn't you? Right. Uh, they did a Flavor Lab uh, story. The Flavor Lab is where they test all of the, the dishes. Uh-huh. Uh, and in that, they gave a look at the uh, table setting concepts for the uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Oh, fun. So apparently they might be putting some barrel of monkeys and toy soldiers on the uh, on the tables. Uh, but I thought the thing that was the most interesting uh, was the china plates that are designed to look oh, like paper plates. Oh, that's very fun. Uh, because don't forget, Toy Story Land is supposed to exist in Andy's backyard. Okay. So Andy wouldn't have uh, access to China. No, he would and not. And if he did, his mom would be very upset. <laughs> um, over at Disney Springs, there are some changes going on in the Marketplace Co-op. That's right. The Marketplace Co-op at Disney Springs uh, has small specialized shops inside the store. And uh, two stores are leaving. That is the Wonderground Gallery. Uh, that is being replaced by the National Geographic shop. Uh, we, we've mentioned on our past couple of shows that National Geographic is now getting into the apparel uh, arena. Uh, so you can get your uh, National Geographic's wear there. And the uh, dress shop on Cherry Tree Lane has been replaced by a Marvel store. That sucks because the dress shop was like my favorite thing in there. It was. The dress shop was always cool. Yeah. Um, but now you'll be able to purchase... Uh, Marvel items I don't there. Need any, no one needs more Marvel, Marvel crap. No? No. All right. Definitely not you. I'll be shopping there. You should get a dress instead. Speaking of Marvel, let's head over to uh, entertainment news. Okay. Um, Harrison Ford is supposed to replace the late William Hurt as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross in Marvel's Captain America New World Order. That's right. Uh, John Hurt died of prostate cancer uh, earlier this year. And he was supposed to star in both Thunderbolts, 
which is obviously named after his character. And he was supposed to have a, a part in Captain America's fifth movie, Captain America, New World Order. And they have, in fact, signed Harrison Ford to replace him, uh, which is funny because Harrison Ford is uh, 80 years old right now. Wow. And uh, he seems to get hurt every time he does a movie. The uh, new Raiders of the Lost Ark movie was delayed. Uh and in Star Wars, he hurt his foot. I mean, he's fucking 80. He's crashed the plane a couple times. <laughs> he just can't get through through filming a movie without uh, injuring himself. Yeah, well, maybe this time. So uh, we don't have release dates on those movies yet, but, um, you know, hope, hopefully we don't hopefully. have to replace Harrison Ford. Hopefully he makes it. Yes. All right. Um, a movie we've been looking forward to, Disenchanted, uh, now has an earlier release date. That's right. It's going to premiere on Disney Plus on November 18th. It was originally scheduled for November 24th. And uh, this is a sequel to 2007's Enchanted. And uh, I know I'm personally excited to yeah. see Amy Adams back uh, along with Mick Dreamy. Yes. Steamy, which one is he? I don't remember. All right. So, uh, so instead of getting it on Thanksgiving Day, we're getting it six days earlier. Very fun. Yeah. All right. What are the entertainment news do you have all right well they're casting for a new witch mountain series on disney plus right now and you know witch mountain was a big movie when i was a kid yeah i don't know it and apparently it was a novel uh that was adapted into a, a trilogy in the 70s by disney and then they did a new version of it in the in 2009 starring the rock uh, and now they're going to do a Disney Plus series. Okay. So uh, no word on when it's coming out. Just uh, the big news was that they're casting. Right. And uh, let's head over to Universal. All right. Um, which Universal are we at here? We're in Florida. Okay. At Universal Orlando, they paid special tribute to Robbie Coltrane um, and added something special to Hagrid's Magical Creatures motorbike adventure. That's right. And uh, all they added was uh, some flowers in front of the actor, a bouquet of roses after Aww. he passed. Uh, so they went out and, and did that. That's nice. Um, yeah. Right, we got more. Oh, we do. It's the incident report. What happened at Universal Studios in incidents in Orlando? So Disney had six incidents. So Universal has to have six incidents. Okay. Uh, let's see. One incident was reported in August and September. Four were from July. Uh, we had a 51-year-old male with chest pains on the Copico Y Winding River. Uh, a 50-year-old man was nauseous after experiencing Poseidon's fury. Um, a 38-year-old female had pains in her neck after riding Jurassic World Velocicoaster. At Diagon Alley, uh, at the Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts, a 36-year-old woman had abdominal pains. And then a 67-year-old female had a headache after riding Rip Ride Rocket. Oh, and a 28-year-old man fainted after riding Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Uh, seriously, how do they decide on these things? I don't know. I mean, that, all oh, those things could have happened just in one day. Right. Never mind a year or right. whatever, three months. Right. An incident is somebody loses an arm. <laughs> to me. Right. All right. Uh, Mardi Gras is going to be returning <laughs> to Universal Orlando for 2023. That's right. The Mardi Gras uh, is officially back for 2023, and it will run from February 4th through April 16th of 2023. Uh, the parade is going to return, uh, but they have not yet announced a theme or floats. They will also bring back their concert series and international food booths. Nice. Yeah. I like food. Yes, and in reality, who doesn't like food? Well, I hope. I don't know. 
Yeah. Maybe some people. So that was the worst transition ever. It was, because <laughs> it has nothing to do with this story. Um, but SeaWorld Orlando has revealed the name and more details on the roller coaster that is being built near the entrance of the park. Uh, it's going to be announced, uh, it's going to be called Pipeline, the Surf Coaster, and it's inspired by the surfing experience. As you're maneuvering around the track, you're going to experience wave jumping motions. The vehicle is going to move with you. Uh, so it's uh, like a balance thing. It's going to reach a peak of 60 miles an hour, go as high up as 110 feet. It's going to be 2,950 feet of rail and will have five moments of airtime. Riders will have to be at least 54 inches tall uh, and there will be an inversion-based remover uh, maneuver called the Alley Oop. So uh, Sounds that's, scary. that's the deal. Let's see, when's it going to be open? Uh, they confirm the ride in June and it will debut in the spring of 2023. It will be SeaWorld's seventh coaster. Wow. Yeah. Good place to go if you like coasters. It sure is. All right. So until Friday, that's all the news. And I'm Tony. And Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>